Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 73 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your DMV sports podcast. Happy official spring, everybody. It feels like spring, finally. Easter's behind us. There's warmth in the air. Baseball has started, well, for some teams, <laughs> and uh, we'll get to that later. And uh, and here we go, man. Wings, Beers, and Tears. Give us a follow. Let's go around the room as usual. Jeremy, how are you, man? I'm doing very well. It's so nice to walk outside and the weather just is nice isn't that the I, best god damn it I, I felt like it was a long winter you know uh, for a lot of reasons but yeah no shit this man. is just money it's uh it's 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 the the spring weather is always uplifting uh and this yes. year it's even more so it feels like yep. you know with all the good shit on the horizon jerry what's going on brother fucking mark turgeon gets a goddamn extension i figured i don't like behind that i don't like the way the caps are playing my life is going to shit <laughs> we're all positive over here and mr <laughs> vaccination over here is all I got, fucking negative. i'm fully vaccinated i'm <laughs> banging away everybody i'm, I'm, I'm right behind you sex, brother right, right behind you i'm counting down the hours man I'm not sure he got the same vaccine as everybody else is talking about <laughs> no, but that was the line of last okay. podcast yeah. that was my favorite that's okay <laughs> what did you, have you been vaccinated jeremy I have not. No. Um, no, I stay in your little bubble. Yeah. <laughs> stay in your lane. I, uh, uh, oh, well. Like so Wings, be. Beers, and Tears, give us a follow on Google Play, Apple iTunes, wherever you find your favorite podcast. Look for the little chicken with the DMV shirt. That's our symbol. All right, guys. So tonight, final game of the NCAA tournament. It'll be a good one, I think. Hey, you know what? Kudos to the NCAA. They only had one game that couldn't happen, and it was in the very first round, and it was VCU – Somebody two, else. Two and, teams I didn't want to watch. Exactly, anyway. and, and, and move on. Other than that, it went off knock on wood without a hitch. It did. So great job by them centralizing it in one area, using multiple venues, kind of keeping everybody locked down. And, uh, well, you know, until kudos, everybody gets vaccinated, that's kind of the, the Kudos the to them, except the women had that. Had one pair of dumbbells and the men had a, an entire lifting thing. That's a bad look. That was just really poor. Uh, r- really poor. In, yeah, in a day that, where transparency is everywhere, it doesn't take much for somebody to take like, a pic and throw it on social media. How can you just be so short-sighted? So fucking stupid. I, I, it's just foolish. Just shows how how old school and, and in their own shit the NCA still is. I'm sure know. Middle Tennessee State will be punished severely for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. One, the They'll cool. get the one infraction against right. those poor <laughs> bastards. Right. Uh, and on oh the, well. good, the good karma side on, side on that one is I think uh, the person that first reported it's on uh, Stanford staff. <laughs> you know, yeah, and so they, you know, made their runs. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, um, yeah, disappointing bow out from the Maryland women. I was, I was, I, I was shocked that they lost that game. But you know, it, the tournament's a one and done, man. It's it, the best team doesn't always win. You know, if they, you can beat somebody nine out of ten times, but you lose that one, you're out. So, I, I will say this: as good as Brenda Freeze is, and she is really good, um, she doesn't seem to make a lot of. Deep runs in the tournament. Now I may be fucking wrong. I mean, I know she won a national championship, but I don't know how many final fours she has. I think she's had three final fours in a national championship. Oh, well, she's then, had some nice runs. Then go fuck me then. Well, yeah. no, but I mean, for as, as talented as they are, you know, especially if you want to be a cynic about it, you figure they'd have more than one because I mean they're they're always like top five in talent. Yeah, yeah. I mean every year pretty much. Well, so. I, and I. She's a hell of a lot better at her job than Mark Turgeon is at his job. <laughs> well, and well, all right. So let's get to the Maryland uh, talk in just a second. So tonight's game is is a fucking good oh, matchup on paper, right? That I mean, ga- that goddamn Gonzaga UCLA game was one of the best games I've ever seen. It really Maybe was because I'm starved for <clears throat> entertainment. So you know what's funny? I was not looking forward to that game because the way UCL UCLA plays is just awful. Right? How in the world? Does that team go and put up 90 points on Gonzaga? And they were making every mid-range jumper. Well, well, it was like the game opened up, and they decided, oh, we can actually play basketball, too. And so they (laughs) did. And it made it super entertaining for fans like us that didn't have a horse in the race. It was great. Um, The better team did win. Gonzaga's so good. So complete. I think they'll beat Baylor. But uh, I don't but know, man. Both teams are so talented. Th- I- I'm looking forward to a good game. I am too. Watch it be like 49 to f- 45. <laughs> God, I hope not. Jesus Christ. Fouls. Well, that, that was the point of that one text I sent you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Yeah. I just said one. I didn't listen. Because those two asshole, <laughs> asshole teams in an Elite Eight game score 100 points in yeah. between them. What, what is that shit? I know. I know. That was pathetic. I pulled it with Jeremy. I just didn't even read it. <laughs> it would have taken a long time it? to read. <laughs> no. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. And. and um, Baylor's Baylor's good, man. I'm I'm impressed with those guys. Um, their guards. That guy take Mitchell. Over. That yeah. guy Mitchell might be. I nobody's talking about him as like this national stud. 
guy's on on fucking real. I would think though that Gonzaga's front line may be able to exploit something, but you know Baylor's got to come out shooting and they got to be hot. The problem with my argument of having a problem with them is they're always hot. Yeah, you know they they're just really good shooters and and they're and they're deep. You know they are. So you you can't tell when one guy goes cold because he gets yanked and the next guy comes in and hits. It I just, mean it's it's I mean yeah. it just seems to me that Gonzaga's a team of destiny. I think so too. And That's uh, kind of the way I was thinking. Was I'll be cheering for Baylor because they're the Big Twelve. I just think, but I just think Gonzaga's been so. Cl- I said this before. They've been so close so many times with a lot of talented teams, and they've gone from this mid major that plays no one and has marginal talent to a mid-major that plays no one with NBA talent every year. Right. And really, that's why they're they really winning do. 30 games every year instead of 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. I think it's their year. I really do. Uh, you know, I've sort of said it before. I, I kind of hope so just for their sake because then I can shut up about saying they suck. <laughs> You've said that, yeah. So, You're like, I don't want them to win because I don't like them, but God damn it, just, just win, win it all so yeah, I, I, mean, can, I can shut up about it. But I, I do think it's going to be a good game. Um, I, I'm interested to see because I, I feel like both teams like to play at the same pace. And when there's no, uh, you know, different, I could be wrong there, but when there's no real, you know, pace difference between the two teams, it's interesting to see who's going who's gonna to try to control that game and get to control the game. Uh, yeah. Because if, if, you know, one of those teams goes on a big run early, it's going to be rough for the other one. I mean, because both are going to keep scoring. You know, that's, that's what I'm wondering about. Scott Drew comes off as an asshole to me. Oh, he's a complete prick. I, I just, I don't, I mean, Mark Few seems to be like the old, wise Gandalf, you know, dude. Absolutely. He's Math always teacher. been very mellow, very, right. you know, even keeled. Scott Drew seems to be like uh, on the fringe of breaking some rule if he's not breaking it totally. I completely agree with you. And, and you know what tips it off for me is that stupid look on his face. He like winces and then almost like half smiles. And you're like, what are you even looking at? What are you doing? Like, are you <laughs> pandering to the referee? Are you about to take a shit? Like, what's wrong with you? Yes. I mean, didn't they get in trouble down there? Maybe that wasn't under him. Maybe he came. I, mean, in after. I, I think, think it was the previous in. regime. Yes. Yeah. Like, because that it was, was like the, a murder. Yeah. One of the kids oh, yeah. killed. Because yeah. that was the mantra book. of you know, we should do after a podcast won, it was on like, that one. You know, Scott Drew's brought Baylor back. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, kudos to him if he's done it legitimately. <laughs> hey, absolutely. It's not like he. Can, it's not like Baylor's Indiana. I got to tell you though, they got that one goofy looking dude on Baylor. I like that guy. I do too. He's strangely athletic. He's he's legit. He crushed West Virginia twice, dude. He was just he shit a, all over. He had a block the other night from nowhere. I was like, oh my god! He leapt out of the building and just yeah. it, swatted like, it. Kind of <laughs> like looks like Napoleon Dynamite, but can play ball. So he reminds me a little of the old West Virginia dude that you mentioned last week. Pit snoggle. Pit snoggle. Yeah, he has that like West Virginia pit snoggle look to him. Yeah, but know? he's much better looking than pit snoggle. Let's not <laughs> just be saying something, you know, because yeah. that guy, uh, yeah, he's he's nothing to look at. But all right, so who you got, Jeremy? Man, um, I don't think it's going to be as tight as uh, that UCLA game. I I think I'm going to go with Gonzaga being sort of that team of destiny. They just win it by six or seven. Talk. Okay. 77-70. Yeah, I'm going to go Gonzaga, and I'm going to go a little bit higher scoring. I'm going to say 86-82. I think they, they salted away at the free throw line, and but, you know, it goes down to the wire. I agree totally with Jeremy. I think it's in the 70s, and they win by six or seven. All right, so and I think they. So are, if you're a betting com- man out there, take yeah. take take Baylor, take Fagan Baylor. <laughs> Baylor. It's a it's a given. Yeah. Well, Baylor's getting the points anyway, so if you're betting, that's what probably is the spread? Four and a half, five, four and a half, five. Yeah, depending on what book you go to. I still, so. I fuck, I take Gonzaga. That's just me. Yeah, well, me I mean, too. I said six, but or I don't, seven or whatever. So but yeah. I don't bet. So I I would not roll the dice. Yeah, not going to do it. Well, so. I probably would bet if Maryland, you know, was not stupid, but they are. So I <laughs> mean, if it was legal for you, yeah. Um, all right, so speaking of Maryland, um, old Mark Turgeon got himself an extension with the terms and uh, duration yet to be determined, but it sounds like it's a done deal. How long do you think he got? Four is my guess. I'm going to go four. God, that's so long. And I, I may or may not have brought this up. I'm wondering, and, and Jerry, you might know more about this, or, or Todd, what's the deal with going forward with transfers or we don't know yet? Because if, this, if, you, if you can transfer whatever you want, a coach's contract means a lot less than it used to. I believe, as of right now, until they uh, until they um, change it, it's unlimited. Because um, I don't know if it's COVID or if it was changing anyway. anyway. But yeah, I know that uh, WVU football just lost their two best secondary people to Auburn and Georgia, right. um, respectively, and right. they don't have to sit out. Right. And they were underclassmen, so. Right. Um, I assume basketball is the same way. It's just free transfer. Well, I, mean, I think it's a free transfer, but I think you only get one. Yeah, well, I, I know that was the proposal, but I think, I think for maybe during COVID, everything's out the window. 
after COVID, maybe that is the change. Well, you get one free. This is gutting college athletics because oh, yeah. you're you're going to have, at least in football, you're going to have eight players that get all the players, right? So if you're at West Virginia and you know that you're a pretty good player and you started, but you need more, you need a higher profile, you're going to go to Georgia because they put dudes in the NFL all the time. Right. So I guess all you'd hope at that point is the trickle down from that. The guy that gets pushed out from that spot well, that, is still probably better than what right, uh, some teams have. That's what that's what Neil Brown just said. He said, we got a plan. Sucks we lost Tyke Smith is his name. He's an All-American safety, right? Went to Georgia. Um, he said, we got a plan. We're going to be okay. Because um, we're going to take somebody who's exactly. from a program that's right. not as good as us. Right. And that, you know, and we're going to take somebody who had 90 tackles last year. I mean, he didn't say this, but this is what yeah, the No, exactly. Um, so it will trickle down. So the teams like the low-level Power 5 teams, like Syracuse, they'll probably suffer. Okay. Right? You would think because they're not really prominent anymore. Or maybe one of the, like, you know, I don't know about Duke, but, you know, one of the lower-end teams in the ACC – or the Big Ten, maybe Rutgers, who knows, right? right. Or the one double A's too. Hmm. You know, you always get those guys in one double A that didn't get a ride, yeah. didn't get a look, oh, the and then they go and they're like two time All Americans oh, and yeah. they're really freaking good. And Absolutely. They say, you know, this is their chance to go up and play at Texas. Yep. Right. And make a name for themselves. Sure. So those are the, uh, I know that uh, uh, Timmy Ferguson plays at Villanova and right. their corner went to Iowa State. Because gotcha. he was an All American there, but he wanted a higher profile. So, gotcha. Um, so you well, know, when, but it, when it comes to basketball, I, I think obviously the roster size is so small yeah. that a lot of guys might want to go somewhere, but there's not a ton of landing spots. It has right. to be the right fit. And We're, people are just leaving because they're pissed off about playing time. Right. I would say seventy five percent of them are disappointed. Yeah. Because either they're going to a pl- they, they go to a lower level place. To get playing time because nobody in the big wants them, right? There's right. only so many scholarships available. There's, I mean, Alabama's not taking, but the top one percent of one percent. So if you sure. leave Maryland to go to Alabama, you better be the fucking shit. I right? Mean, you better be the shit of the shit. Otherwise, mm-hmm. and if let's say someone leaves because they they don't like their position coach and they got screwed and you know they didn't like their playing time and now they're going and now the well is. Dried up, especially now because a lot of transfers have already been taken. Sure. Now you got to go to Richmond. Right. Right. So it's right. There are a thousand some transfers in the portal right now with nowhere to go. It's crazy. That's yeah. That's unbelievable. It's crazy. Now a lot of teams I think are waiting uh, till after spring ball to see what they really need. Sure. Because they want to see if the yeah. young kids yeah, can yeah, step yeah. up and play. Well, it's nice that they're actually getting spring practices and spring right. games in. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge jump on where they were last year. Hundred percent. I mean, Think about how far behind everybody started last last August when all this talk of, of reinvigorating college football was there. Right. I mean, they were starting from scratch. No wonder the teams that were standing at the end were those teams. They're fucking semi-pro teams. But it's a kick in the balls, man. <clears throat> because, like, look, WU's a top 20 team program oh, yeah. right, in terms of For wins. Sure. And they're on TV a lot. And their two best de- defensive backs just left to go to a higher pro- – I mean, it's it's a kick in the balls. It really is. You know? Now you're right about that. And it's and I don't necessarily blame if it's if it's free transfers and Auburn wants you and Auburn's on CBS every other week. You know, go some, go yeah. there. And they have – you know, West Virginia will get a first-round pick every three or four years. Auburn's got a first-round pick pretty much every year. Yeah, that's what it so seems like. So it's just like a higher profile. So no, I don't blame I them. You know? So what do you think about the transfers into uh, Maryland basketball? Uh, the big uh, center from uh, Georgetown and I'm, then the guard from Rhode exci- Island. I'm more excited about Fats Russell only because West Virginia Fats. wanted him. Yeah. So, And Jeremy, I like his name. Jeremy made a really good point about him. He said uh, the, the only knock on that guy is he just jacks it up a lot. But again, he was on a bad team. And he was one of the few guys that could create for himself and score. I told Jeremy, that's the kind of guy we needed last year at Maryland. <laughs> you know? Well, certainly in some cases. That's yeah, the in some cases with the inept scoring, you just need a guy that can just, well, you know, jack one up every he's once a, in a while. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he can shoot, though. Yeah. Oh, he averaged 15 points a game. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a, a, an immediate infusion of so, talent. So he comes in, Ayala returns, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as far as we know. I mean, I, I mean, I mean assuming. Yeah, I, I can't imagine him going pro, but who knows what these guys are getting told, right? Sure. Um, and then, have you heard anything about Wiggins? I, I assume he's, you know, you're bringing these transfers in because Turgeon realizes someone's leaving. 
Well, we I mean, you can't have five quality point guard or well, five quality guards. Is, though, not make well, the I rotation. mean, look at these teams that are making runs because there there was one point. I, I don't. I assume they were talking about Baylor. They had like four point guards on the floor. You know, I right. think that this team was so lacking in depth last year. Now, this does hurt some of the guys that were freshmen last year, like your Dockeries and your Smarts and things like that. But, I mean, they basically were running a six-man rotation last year. This just bumps it up to eight, and that's if Morcel comes back, which I don't think we're really expecting, He's, even though he can, and we, we know now it doesn't count against the limit. So there's all that. I, it's, it's, it's all about what Wiggins wants to do. I mean, he's older also. He'll be, I think, 23. He'll be 24 by the time he gets to the NBA if he stays one more year. Or gets to the, gets to play pro ball wherever that might be, so I mean I could see him staying. You know I I didn't think at all that he would because I you figured think Marcel and Ayala and Wiggins and Fats Russell are going to share minutes. So that's too many. Well, I mean so that's too many. Goals. I just saw here Marcel has actually already said he's going to test uh, the waters right, both he, in the NBA draft and the transfer portal. But okay. he has right of first refusal to come back to Maryland. I've as well. never heard anybody tra- no, no, test right. the waters of the transfer porter, which tells me, exactly. hey, my minutes are getting cut, dude. I'm the odd man uh, out. Absolutely. He needs to go somewhere else. So as it stands right now, if these players were to come back, and Wiggins is the only one on this list that is a, is a maybe, at point guard, you got Fats Russell, and they list Hakeem Hart and then Anquan Smart. Turgeon said Hart's an off-ball player. He's going to move now. I think so, too. But he can get some minutes in there if needed. But Fats is a huge get there, right? I'm telling you, it's going to be Ayala and Fats running the point. So shooting guard listed here is Ayala, Cornish, and then Dockery. And Hart now. And Hart. Yeah, Hart and Smart, I think. I think Smart's more of a ball handler. Um, So point guard's probably right for him. Small forward, you got Wiggins and James Graham. Uh, Power forward, you got Dante Scott and Jarius Hamilton. That's a solid position. Well, and that's just, we talk about it in hockey more than anything else, but just the fact is it's Wahab, right? Yeah. Is in. That means no more playing the five Correct. for Dante. So that means 6'11". He's yeah. a troop. Yeah. So you got Wahab thank, and thank then you. Reese. <laughs> and then uh, the kid Reese that's coming in. Right. So What about Galen Smith? He can come back. He, he can. can. He can. So Smith and Morcell are not listed on that particular list because they're, you know, they're not currently on the roster. Yeah. According to the Baltimore Sun, both can return and not count against the scholarship Correct. limit. Yeah. And that and, and that leads to the question, so you're not going to cost yourself a scholarship, which that would be a no-brainer at that point. Sorry, boys, move on. But it, it, it could potentially cost one of these younger guys playing time. You know, if you want Hart to continue to progress and you think this guy could be an 18, you know, 18 points a, a game guy his senior year – and really be a key shooter, why stifle his minutes by bringing Morcel back? On no, the other no, hand, yeah. Morcel's got the experience. I'm wondering if Turgeon, I mean, Turgeon, the sale, the sale to Fats Russell is, has to be minutes. I mean, he's not coming in to be part of a rotation. He's no, coming he in was, to be he the was, dude. He was highly sought after. Yeah. I think he's coming here as being the starting point He's coming here to be the dude, which yeah. means your I mean, dudes that were here are not coming back to take minutes away from him. Right. So I think I think Turgid realizes I think that Wiggins and Morcel are probably see you. Well, I think you definitely have room for one of those two guys. Um, I think you're only pushing one out in that case. Um, but I guess with Dante moving back to four, maybe you don't do that. But I, I just think that there's no chance there's not a space on this team for uh, for Wiggins. I'm not talking about yeah. Wiggins can play multiple positions, right? Yeah. Um, he's more, I mean, he's a scorer. Ayala's yeah. not, not, not a true scorer. And what I, what I saw from Wiggins down the stretch was he was starting to enhance his game on mm-hmm. the defensive end, getting rebounds. Like I said, there was a couple cold shooting nights where he would normally just pout and go away, and instead he, he got involved in the game in different ways. Right. You know. But even if one of those guys stays, let's say Marcel leaves and Ayala comes back and Wiggins comes back, and then you have Dante Scott with this cat coming in from Georgetown who's a big – Galen Smith may or may not, right? Now you don't have any fucking excuses. You really don't. I mean, I mean you are you you don't really have any holes. I agree with you. And that that roster that I just read off, it's not a world beater. You're not going Maryland's top five in the country. No, but, but you're they, going Maryland's they're gonna top, make the tournament and they're gonna be a no, fucking no, no, tough no, out. Fuck that. You're saying Maryland's top eighteen? Probably. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. You're twenty top twenty five all season. Yeah. You should be yeah. all, I mean, yeah. And again, hopefully we just saw the peak of the Big Ten basketball talent pool. Iowa lost a bunch of guys. Purdue's right. losing a bunch of guys. Iowa, uh, Ohio State's losing a bunch of guys. Illinois is losing a bunch of guys. Now, those guys recruit. Ohio State recruits. They do. 
But they do. I'm but telling you, at some point, if you don't win with this crew, then it ain't the fucking players. Uh, Jerry, you're you're preaching to the choir, man. So, which is why. But it's a catch twenty two. Well, you know what? If you're Turgeon, fuck you, dude. I just got four years, man, and I'm sure that buyout is going to be astronomical and cost pro. You know, is you're oh, not going to be able to buy make him out. to the point where he's going to see his his way out of that contract or see his way to the end of it because Maryland can't afford to it. It doesn't out. matter if he wins or loses, but. You know what, man? I don't want to be a hater all the time. Good for him, and the, these guys are better than what you had. And yeah, I, I, I agree. Because I with think that. Fats Russell, I've saw him play a couple times, and he can push the pace. Yep, he can be a little bit more exciting. Maryland looked a little. I mean, obviously they couldn't score. That was their biggest thing, and he he can generate offense. And yep. I think that's what Turgeon wanted to, according to the people who know things, right? That I trust. He wanted to push the pace a little bit more, and he wanted a little bit more excitement and offensive flow, and this guy can give it to you more so than anybody you had last year, except with the exception, I think, of Wiggins. Yeah, I, I would I God, would if you could put much. those two in the same backcourt. I'm telling you. Shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody in the Big Ten's better. And with the way this kid Fats scores, I know he likes to score off the dribble, but I, he could also spot up shooting. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where Ayala's so key because Ayala can handle the ball like a point guard whenever he wants to. Well, that's why play yeah. three, yeah, yeah, three guards. That's why, yeah. I think that's your one, two, three. Ayala's still, and that's again a more reason that more, you know, unfortunately you're pushing more sell out because that's your one, two, three. Is you know, is Fats Ayala Wiggins, and that's beautiful, yeah. honestly. That's um, that's really a nice. But three. you know, in terms of all these other guys, you know, more of the depth on this roster, which I think the third biggest problem last year after no big man and no true point guard was depth. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't want to start pushing guys out if they do want to be here or if there is a role for them. That's why this year is so interesting because the year didn't count for anybody. So if these guys like your hearts and your dockeries and your smarts are going to stick, you know, want to be four, you know, three or four year guys, this didn't hurt them much. They can they can sit one more year and then get their chance next year. Right. It's not going to or, or they'll have a little more PT this year, you know, whatever it might be. It's not going to kill them like it would if this this year counted. Yeah. Right. I'm reading Jeff Ehrman right now, 57 minutes ago. I've never seen this before. Uh, Daryl Morcell is entering the MC, NCAA transfer portal and declaring for the draft. So he's just basically, whatever happens, he ain't coming back to Maryland. Well, that's it, probably that's what it sounds yeah. like. That's what it is. Yeah. But let's say the draft guys are like, sorry, kid, not, not, not a chance in hell. And der- what if the transfer portal opens up teams like UMBC and Mount St. Mary's, and that's about it? I wouldn't think that would be the case, but you made the no, point about that, football. Being, that kid's a that kid's a defensive stopper. He is. He you know is. where I could see him ending up in Morgantown because you know what he does: plays uh, defense. You know who loves playing defense? Thuggy, Thuggy. <laughs> He's in Morcel. Morcel may not be able to score, but that dude's a tough cat. He's super. And tough. they need tough cats because they got a bunch of pansies. <laughs> well, he still averaged double figures, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. No, he but can I play, man. He can obviously play. Fats is an upgrade offensively. Otherwise, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. Yeah. No. After. The more we're talking about it here, Jerry, I think you're 100 percent correct. I think he came in with the understanding that the backcourt is his, the ball's his, basically. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, let's go. I mean, so. again, I think that I, I don't think there's any question that your your starting backcourt is Isle and, and Fats. Oh, I think so too. I don't so think too. there's any question. That's and again. Especially based on what Morcel just said in the last hour. Yep, I think that's you know not that we weren't already going there, but that just hammers that point home. I completely agree. All right, so let's move on to uh, just real quick. Let's talk a little baseball because it's officially begun. Um, the Nats have yet to play a game because uh, somehow undefeated. <laughs> somehow COVID struck right as opening day was upon us. So it appears they're going to open tomorrow at four. Against Correct. Atlanta, and well, then have a doubleheader on Wednesday. Yeah, basically today's game is being made up as part of a traditional. What do they call it? What is this? They call it a noon seven doubleheader. Yep. And with the new rules with the doubleheaders, doubleheader games are seven innings. As far as I know, I don't think yes. that changed, did it? Yeah. Yes. Um, so we have yet to see the Nats begin, um, which is a little disappointing. But uh, again, I think you'll see this the first portion of the year until these teams become fully vaccinated. Yeah. And I think that's right around the corner. To Jerry's point a couple of weeks ago, why aren't they all ready? I, I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense to me. But Well, the NBA got their vaccines. The MLB doesn't want to seem to cut the line. But to me, I, I know people bitch about everything, but these guys provide so much entertainment at a time we need it. And it's a 1,000, just a 1,000, like, you know, a, a 500 
right? Jerry, I don't, I don't know what the numbers if are. The, if, the, if vaccines were not readily available, I would be going, it's important to parse the order. They are so readily available now. A bunch of these mass sites, even in our own state, are like, yeah, we could do twice as many if we were physically able to now. Right. So inventory is not the issue at this point. Getting, it's just going to be patience now to get everybody completed. The fact that there is so much inventory, I think you push these guys. Why doesn't Major League Baseball just buy a thousand of them and let's well, go? It makes you, know? you wonder because, I mean, I think part of the thing is like, like you just said, the the vaccines are there. It's just how do you get them all into people's arms? Right. Well, these teams all have medical staffs. I know they can. I would assume they can handle this stuff. I I, I would think so. You know, they're that's why they have that job. <laughs> So you give them to the medical professionals at each organization, or maybe you handle it at the league level. I don't know. I don't know. And they, I mean, it, it, to me, that you know, it seems a lot more difficult to get a state vaccinated than a team. Yeah. Oh, so, for sure. You know, vaccinate the team. Yeah, a hundred percent. Plus, they could, they could buy vaccinations, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like back when you look back to like last May, June, July, when different leagues were trying to operate around the world. Um, the, the, the leagues were just buying up tens of thousands of tests right. at the time so that they could insulate everybody and, and keep it, you know, the bubble in hockey. That's exactly what they did, you know. Um, why can't they just buy the vaccines now, you know? They're there. They're available. And, I mean, if I'm wrong about how, what's available, all that, it's a different story. But I, that's, I'm operating under the assumption that they are available. Yeah, no, the availability is soon going to surpass those that need it, uh, you know, in, in, in the very near future. Yeah. Um, if, if we're not already there. I think so, we're, I, so think that, that that's a good thing. I'll be getting my booster before Jeremy gets his first. <laughs> uh, as soon as I can find an appointment, I'm going, man. Hey, well, uh, I'll I'll talk to you off the record, but they are giving them out up in Garrett County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you where take that, a little drive. You that's can't where Tim away. got it, and he thought he was being an all like CIA ish. I'm like, dude, I just got a tweet or something about it. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I was stuck there. You know, I, just, I went, I went and got one. He's like whispering to me. <laughs> What like it was fuck? like a fucking off. Yeah, like you think you're, or you think we're being recorded here? By the way, I just got like some sort of pay- Facebook message. You got like the black market COVID vaccine. <laughs> yes. And by the way, I'm already fully vaccinated. Good luck, dog. Uh, so let's talk real quick uh, before we move on to a sport people care about. <laughs> um, the Orioles. Three Orioles. Went went up to Boston and just swept Dude, them. Dude, I, I I'm already done with baseball. But listen, um. I want to go to Camden Yards and watch a game. I'm with I just you, want Jerry. to. I just want to sit there. You know what I want to do? Nice I want to go. Day. I want to smell the barbecue. Yes. I want to have a beer, and then I want to roll like the fourth inning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, me, yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to like eat the peanuts and the shell. Yep. Just because it pisses everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> everybody th- watch batting practice from right. the outfield. It's like all we used salty, to. Yep. right? Absolutely. And I, then I then I'm like <laughs> the whole way home. <laughs> but and after about four innings, I'm like, this is the boring, most boring fucking thing. But I want to fucking go. I'm with you, man. But you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to go to Texas where there's like a hundred thousand people just like me. I watched the Houston Open or the you know the one. There were crowds everywhere, dude. And I I was like Holly and I were walking like we just watched like a two headed person while I was like we were just like in awe. We were like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. They don't give a flying fuck down in Texas, man. <laughs> nope. Those dudes are badass. But more power to you. I'll stay up here. Yeah, right. I'll stay up here, bitch, rather than go down there. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I'm vaccinated. <laughs> and uh, I've had COVID. So, so we'll see how good the Orioles are actually going to be because I don't think Boston's very good. They trounced them. They, they trounced that pitch. Well, here's the thing. They've, they've, over the last five years when they've been just dreadful, they got Elias in, who was the GM who helped to rebuild. Che- yeah, the cheaters, yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, the the manager they got is a young guy and he's up and coming and then they just loaded up on prospects yep. you know and everybody's like oh prospects prospects well now you see the, the the benefit of that they got all these young pitchers and these young hitters that you've never heard of they have speed they've got power they might be pretty good i don't know yeah well i mean you know i think it's one of these things where we'll see what happens yeah. up in new york yeah, yeah we'll see well i mean new we'll york's see. basically they should win the world series already so i don't expect too much out of those up there but it's more about how you do against the rest of the schedule. And, you know, they got that top four or five of that lineup. is just It's good. It, it's now, very good. Do they have more than that? Do they have pitching depth? Do they have hitting depth when injuries hit? Yeah, we'll that, see. Probably not this year. But, and I um, think one of the downsides is their division. You know, yeah. I mean, the Yankees are stacked. You're always in Tampa's that downside. fucking good. Yeah, but you're always in the downside 
of in that division just because of the fucking money in Boston and oh, yeah. New York. I mean, it's not Which is fair. why it's going to be hilarious if the doormat ends up being the Red Sox. Right. I mean, you got to figure they'll, they'll trade their entire team, take on about $400 million of salary, and by the, you know, they'll Bring be, back uh, Kurt Schilling. <laughs> all I, I I can't name four Orioles, but I can name Trey Mancini, and I love that fucking dude. Yep. And I hope he's he, the man. I hope he could just. I hope he just goes on a tear all he, year. He, he looks great already. Yeah, yeah. And that I don't know anything about the the uh, manager, but he always looks pissed off, and he looks like he's ready to throw hands. He's yes. great. He's a tough looking dude, man. He's a tough dude. He uh, he doesn't get flustered. He's your classic old school MLB manager. Yeah, was well, yeah. a Madden disciple, right? Yes. Chicago, yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> and he never wears his mask. That's why I like him. <laughs> I mean, he, he has it on just for fucking PR sake because he don't want to get yelled at. But it's always down in his face. Is, <laughs> and, he's, and he's not screaming at anybody. He's just sort of sitting there. <laughs> uh, so let's turn our attention to some uh, some caps talk before I get into that. Speaking of masks and everything else. I was watching the end of the uh, Stars-Carolina game last night because we just hopped off a DVR. That game was on. It was one nothing Carolina with like two minutes left. And uh, Martinuk goes to the bench. <laughs> this is why Andrea hates sports. Goes to the bench. The coach is like giving them, you know, instructions on the whiteboard. So the coach pulls his mask down. And you can just see him spitting on TV. <laughs> You're like... <sighs> Dude, this is when you have to have your mask up. Martinuk turns away like he's not paying attention, goes to spit, and just spit goes all over himself <laughs> in his jersey, takes his jersey and starts like rubbing it everywhere. And Andrea's like, Jesus Christ. Is, like, no wonder this thing's not going anywhere. It's like, what the hell? I, mean, it's I don't want to so, so so tell Andrea that you know, we're going to Nashville next month and then Turks and Caicos and <laughs> Todd won't be able to come do a podcast ever. <laughs> God damn, it was funny. It was just like he literally just drooled and spit all over himself and then just wiped it everywhere on the bench. So I watched the <laughs> Pittsburgh Bruins game. Um, it was like 7-5 or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know. It no, you, was, you texted. That was very entertaining. It was fucking entertaining. And I hate Brad Marchand, but that dude was the best player on the ice. Dude, I mean, a, he was he's throw, a beast. He was such a little fucking asshole, but he would score. Yeah. He would throw these awesome passes. Yeah. I can understand why pe- why people in Boston like him. Oh. I just he's, hate him. Look, man, he's a tremendous skater, and he has great hands, and he's a shithead. And that combination means he's just he's going to be relevant in almost but, every game. Yeah, but that's the, a recipe for a good hockey player. Yeah, pretty much. But the NHL, uh, the network, had Boston was the home team, so it was their announcers, right? So Who are the worst, by the way. Right. And they were, they, they were mentioning Tom Wilson. And he goes, you know, I don't really like Tom Wilson, but he brings value to your team. I'm like, go fuck yourself, <laughs> asshole. You get the little shithead Marchand. And then Marchand had like nine points. <laughs> but Crosby, I mean, he was looking old and ragged. And, but Pittsburgh's still good, though, man. Dude, but it, like nobody could stop anybody. You know? Yeah, and, and it's so funny how wide open the league is. Well, look at the Caps game last night or yesterday. The Caps I mean, are scaring me, fellas. I don't like the way they're playing. I'll be honest with you. They're, they're, they're I, I don't know how they beat any of these teams in the first round when they can't seem to hold their water. Well, they can score, and that gives me hope. And when you look back at Laviolette's teams, he lets them play. He lets them score. He doesn't mind if they give up goals. I don't personally like it as a fan because I'm like you. I like the good three to one ass whooping, dominate play, yeah. dominate possession, whatever. They don't really play that way, and quite honestly, the league doesn't really. play Well, that when way they right get now. a lead, they don't ever fucking keep the puck in the offensive zone. Nope. That's the. I know they're preaching it, but they're not doing it. Yeah, no, they're making mistakes that are causing that. But I mean, you know, what have they lost three of the last twenty games? Oh, I get it. I, mean, I get it, man. I get, I get it. I actually heard Joe B on with uh, um, like Brian Mitchell and JP Finley today, which is an odd show, by the way. It is. It is an, uh, it's yeah. a weird show. I, I, I really like JP Finley. I don't. And s- I, I like Mitchell as a guy, but on the radio, it's just really. Yeah, and for four hours, Mitchell, it's really like, hard to listen to. Yeah. I, I don't see that, that show lasting. I don't either. Either way, uh, so they had Beninati on, and they were and Finley said, "So what is?" He goes, "This team goes through stretches where they look like the contender we think they are, and then other times they just look." like a sieve, and he goes, their turnover rate is way too high. And he goes, Laviolette has said that. He goes, we're trying to do these things. He goes, we just turn the puck over. He goes, it seems like every third period, the first five minutes, it's just a turnover machine. I don't know what that is. We've been getting getting the Devils a lot, right? Well, we're done with the Devils. We're done with the Devils on 8-0. I mean, that's shocking. Can't get any fucking better than that, right? I really didn't think that was going to happen. But, you know, we... I'd like to see the Islanders, the Pens, and we're going to, right? Yeah. We'll see, and I'm hoping we step up our fucking game, but there's something about you're up, you know, fucking 4-1 in the third, and then I turn it off, I go back 10 minutes later, it's 
and now we're in a fucking nail biter. Yep. Right? And the other team's got a power play. Yep. So it's like, can we just never shut anybody fucking down? And I know Jeremy's going to say they're 20 and three, right? Which is true. But in the playoffs, I just, you can't have the, this lack of whatever it is. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know if it's a, you know, they just sort of take the foot off the gas. They don't really play that hard. They don't finish checks anymore. They don't put the ball or puck in the offensive zone. Whatever the shit is, it's like an ongoing problem. It is. I would be more concerned if it didn't affect almost everybody in the league. I mean, it I seems like nobody. Can keep, I care about them. I'm with you, but it seems like nobody can keep a lead, and I'm trying to figure out why that is. As it pertains to the Caps, they seem to just be flat-footed too often when they have a lead. Well, and I do think the style they're playing lends to if you make mistakes, the puck's in the back of your net. There's not a lot of defense. It's it's the exact opposite of anything Hunter or you know. Uh, even trots would run where it's like, okay, it's okay to turn it over because we got you covered. Well, right. that and that's still it's that's the idea with their pressure in the offensive zone. But if if when Orloff makes, thank goodness he's he's putting up some numbers right now because he still <laughs> makes at least one or two absolutely boneheaded plays every game that leads to a goal. It that giveaway like. against New York the other night, the, I mean, the Rangers. And when you're the defenseman, obviously it's it's glaring. You can see it. You know when Verona does it, not as easy to see, but obviously Lavi sees it because he's on the bench right now. Jesus Christ! Um, I mean. What do you do about that, right? He's like your young gun, and Laviolette can't stand him, apparently. Why? I don't understand. I mean, he's – he's. I just I, said I, turnover I, machine. He's I a turnover machine. I guess he doesn't machine. play two-way, right? Well, yeah, he try, I think he tries, but he makes too many mistakes on those plays. Like I think he's one of the guys, I'm guessing. The problem is I've seen Wilson do it a lot, too. There's so many times when that puck just needs to go deep, especially to your point when they have that lead, like that first five minutes of the third period, where they're trying to make that drop pass. You know what? That's fine in the first period when it's 1-1 or it's 0-0 and you need to score a goal. No, that puck, if you don't know what to do with it, it's got to go deep. It's I funny because when, they they've don't make had, adjustment. when they've had the injuries and, and some of the COVID stuff with some of their top guys and they brought some of the taxi squad guys up and you see guys like Sprong getting more minutes, they seem to be playing a collective better get-the-puck-deep game, and that yeah. served them well. But their high-end talent lies in puck possession and tic-tac-toe passing. Yep. And when yep. they're passing really well, they're they're unfucking believable. But you just called it. Guys that give the puck away in the third period over the last week that I've seen, Ovi, Oshi has given the puck away. Seems like he gives the puck away all the time. But again, his high end talent going the offensive end is completely unmatched. And well, and guys like Hathaway and Haglin, they don't give the puck away. Well, because they're always going going forward. Correct. So if they lose it, they lose it forward. Bingo. You know, and that's I think I mean, and you know, I'm I'm not sitting here saying at all that I, I disagree with Lavi's system. I think his system's right. I just have a feeling that either it's not tailored for third period leads, or the team hasn't adjusted to say where he says, "Look, in the third period, we're up. If it's got to be a chip around the defenseman, just do it." Right. And they're just not doing that yet. They're still like, "Well, we'd rather be up five one." Right. Well, that's great, but when you make that turnover at the blue line, then it's 4-2. Mm-hmm. So I'd much rather have you get that puck deep and, and go for a change than turn it over and get scored on. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I don't think they've made that adjustment yet. I see a lot of stuff on the internet, which has got to be true. Uh, <laughs> Always. Criticizing Dylan. Is he playing poorly this well, year? He did have a rough game. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess it was. I think it was the Islander game, which I mean, everybody, everybody did. Yeah, it was just um, a, that was a, a shit fest. Yeah, you know? no, I mean, he's had a couple stumbles, but it's no worse than anybody else. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because he had one early. I want to say uh, yesterday afternoon, where it's just. I think it was on the first or second goal. The Devils score. He just. I don't even know what he did. He just lost it behind the net. Right. Or he lost it to Oshie, who turned, you know, who turned it over or something. And he didn't get back to. He didn't recover. But then later on, he goes and just takes him into the boards. Puck's gone. I don't know if he went down and scored on the play, but I mean. He's, you know, he had a he had some bad shifts in there, but again, no more than anybody else. So we just have to play Nick Jensen in the fourth <laughs> line the entire I mean, third sixty minutes of Jensen would would probably work. Um, yeah. I tell you, the the only game that's really pissed me off in this in this last two three week stretch is is the Rangers game the other night. You know, yeah, because I thought we dominated the first period, let him back in it with that giveaway by Orloff. Mm-hmm. It was two one, played a nice even second, and then went into the third. And we just played flat footed for the third. Yep. Now, with that being said, we were down there, and Backstrom hits the post, and then 10 seconds later, Panarin gets released on a breakaway and scores. Right. And so instead of being 3-3, it's 4-2. So even as bad as we were in the third, we were right there. But to Jerry's point, why do we have to play poorly to get our shit together? I don't understand. Well, yeah. I mean, they have one coming up against the Islanders, right? That's mm-hmm. the next game, and that's going to be – I mean, I hope they treat it like a playoff because that's yep. – you know, right now the three teams are starting to pull away. Yep. 
And it, I mean, I know we've said it before. I was thinking about this as I was driving to work today. I don't give a fuck who they play. I, I don't really either. Like, they can beat anyone. Anyone can beat them. Yep. And and I don't think any other team is that favorable of a matchup. I mean, the Penguins historically dominate the Caps, right? Right. The, the Caps historically do pretty well against Boston, but Boston scares me. I, I agree. Right? Because they, you and know. for that, whatever reason, we can't match up with the Rangers. And we can't. <laughs> right. And they're playing watch, their way right. right into it right now. Right. So, I and I, yeah, I I guess I'd rather play the. I, maybe I'd rather play Pittsburgh. <laughs> Honestly, if I had a gun to my head, I'd pick them right now right. as a team yeah. I'd like to play. I, I would too, because I just think we. It's one of those you know matchup things. Simple as that. Matchup thing, um, and I just don't think they have the goaltending. No, I don't either. And they would do, probably say we don't have. And the goaltending, do we? Yeah. You know. So do you think the Caps going to do any moves? I know they have zero on the cap. Nah, no, I, I don't think they do anything. No, I don't. Um, my, I, what I would like to see is for Sam Sonoff to really emerge as the number one starter and then have Vanacek spell him when he needs it come playoff time. Right. Um, I just think Sam Sonoff's high-end talent is bigger. And I said at the beginning of the year, Vanacek gives you a more consistent product, and I stand by that. When you watch him play, I just think his positioning is way more fundamental. But Sam Sonoff has games where I'm like, no, they're not going to score on this guy. You know? I, uh, I... I that Islanders game was weird. Sam so Sonoff weird. gets knocked out, knocked out. Then he comes back, and everybody's letting off like fucking goals every two minutes. And like it's just it's it a weird, so weird game. When we got it to six four, I was like, this is going to be a seven six overtime game, <laughs> and then it didn't. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, it, you know, even the fact that we gave up eight goals, and I was like, we could still possibly score seven or eight. I just thought it was hilarious because that morning. Uh, the junkies had Alan oh, May on, and they were, he was like, bet the, the under, under. because <laughs> they the Islanders will try not to score, and it's they so had funny. eight fucking goals, dude. Well, we, we proceeded to let Barzal go end to end. Well, that was pathetic. It was. It looked like, well, it that's like when you know. Game. That's when you know they're not, they're not in it right. somehow, right, either physically or mentally or both. They're just like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to make the playoffs. We're good. We'll take the night off. Yeah. I scored. I drink vodka, score goals. <laughs> Freaking Ovi, though, goal and two more assists yesterday, man. Uh, he and honestly, I think Kuzi's. I think he's kind of back. Um, yeah. Kuzi's playing really well. How is Wilson playing after the suspension? He looks the same to me. Yeah, I don't see much difference. Yeah, somebody's like, oh, he's gonna, you know, you're gonna see a tone down Tom Wilson. <laughs> it's yeah. impossible. He can't well, tone himself down. They, when, they, when they interviewed him, they said, well, you know, the coaches are they are they, you know. Just you know, drilling at India, you know, you got to be. He's like, oh, they haven't said much at all to me, so I'm just yeah. playing my game. Because they know it's a fucking <laughs> bullshit. Fucking exactly. Well, Lavi played that perfectly in the media. He he did the diplomatic. The league has to do what they have to do, and then he proceeded to say, when you're big, strong, and you skate as well as he does, you're gonna hit people hard. Yeah. And he's like, and I'd rather have that guy on my team than playing against him. So yeah. he's like, we're encouraging him to be be big, be strong, and continue to skate hard. So that's the message. Hopefully, uh, you know, he's continuing to 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 put in Tommy's ear. Um I, I don't worry about Wilson. Yeah. No, I don't worry about him either, but I just didn't know if he was playing timid. And I not, really not that I've seen. You know how my phone doesn't really say how he's doing. <laughs> I just if the caps score, I turn it off and watch it from my phone. If the caps don't score first, I turn it off and watch it from my phone. I always watch the first goal and then I come back for the exciting finish. Gotcha. And then if I come back and the caps are up and the other team scores, I have to turn it off immediately because <laughs> it's my fucking fault. That's my life, guys. Well, I'd certainly like to see them generate more pressure more consistently. Um, I thought they completely dominated Jersey a couple nights ago and only won 2-1 in overtime. I didn't even think that game should have been close. And I thought yesterday, I thought they were getting dominated in the first two periods, but they, they potted their chances. Well, and Lavi and Seti said they had a little more jump than we did, but we, we were opportunistic. So Yep. Um, All right, here's the next five. Jeremy, tell me how many points they get. Islanders, Bruins, Sabres, Bruins, Flyers. Seven. What do you think, Todd? You're, you're, you've are you been on a roll here, prediction-wise. I'm going to go eight. Really? I think they get eight points. Yeah, I do. I'm going to go six because I don't like the way they're playing. Mm-hmm. And that might be the best thing for them is to take a couple tough losses instead of skating by and getting a couple easy wins. You know who it wouldn't be the best thing for? This fucking guy. Because <laughs> I'll, be I'll be running off the deep end. He'll be all pissed off calling for Lavi's head. Yeah, we got a lot of Islanders Penguins. Yeah, man. Well, like you said, the top three, I think, have begun to separate. 
and establish themselves as the top three in the division. And the, then the question becomes, does it really matter who you play? Um, Holy shit. I didn't see this today. Jets trade Sam for Sam, Jets trade Sam Darnold to the Panthers Panthers for three picks two four six the wow. two and four next year did not see that I either didn't see that either well hey this is a what better time to to transition to the NFL than to you know wrap up the pod for the week so let's go NFL talk oh that's hey, good good for uh good for Sam Darnold man hell Get a yeah fresh man fucking start I so think that, that was in Carolina yeah. Carolina so and who's that, the head coach there now oh uh, rat rule guy's name yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that means Isn't that it? the cat from BYU is definitely going second now because yeah. there's no Darnold. Yeah. That's a pretty good return for the Jets to get a second and some more picks. That's really good. No, good for them. Good for Darnold. Good for them. I think that's one of those trades that might benefit everybody, actually. I think it's a good move for everybody. Isn't it Brady the OC there, the guy that was at LSU with Burrow? Yes. So that's yes. that's a, a good you know now, and they still got Bridgewater under contract yep. too. Correct. Um, so I, go ahead, Jerry. Back to the NF, NHL. I have one question for yes, sir. or Todd. There's been we played 38 games. 38, I believe 39. so. I heard I thought I heard that 18 left. Yeah. So there's 18 left. Yeah. Okay. So there's okay. 56. Total. I thought it was in the 60s. Okay, that was my question. Yep. So they got the trade deadline coming up next, next week. Yep. And then they got about you know. 15 games after that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see much league-wide <clears throat> at the trade deadline. I think if anything's going to happen, it's going to be before the deadline. Yeah, I think Buffalo's it'll be. going to get rid of some dudes, right, you'd think? I would think oh, so. No, yeah, no, I don't think Todd's going to be no activity. He just doesn't see it waiting until Monday. Oh, yeah, um, get it over early. Yeah. yeah. Like that, that. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I've never seen McClellan's just sit pat. I know that the cap is a killer, but uh, they, they really don't have any room. I think they kind of like their roster. Um, I like their roster. I do too. They just, you know, if they can hit their stride, like we say every year, get in. Right? Looks like they're going to get in. Win the first round series. Yep. Just find a way. I don't care if it's seven knockdown, drag it out, slobber knockers. Fucking win the first round series. Then you give yourself a chance to go in a run. You give yourself a chance for Ovi to get hot, for Backy to establish himself, for Kuzi to be the difference maker, for Samsonov to you know emerge as this stud, you know lights out goalie. If you don't get past the first round, it's all a moot point. Yeah, and I agree. And I you know knock on wood, you know there's we stay healthy the next week. But I mean, I think that's the only thing I see is if somebody does go down, they can put on LTIR, mm-hmm. and then you can just you know use that space. True, I can see something. True. But I think the guys that could move would be an Orloff or a Panic, or and I don't I don't see that happen until off season. Right. So. Right. Uh, and I I don't even know for sure if it happens then, but it, it may happen then. I just don't see like you say they like their roster. It's pretty obvious they like their roster because again completely set, you know opposite what I thought at the beginning of the season they barely made any changes to the lineup. I know it's only been because of COVID and injuries. You know, it's it's been crazy. The only reason you scratch Ron is because you finally got healthy. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Right. Um, I I think they like their lineup a lot. So the Jets, back to the Jets, we're all over the place. That's all good. Uh, the Jets got next year's second. Right. And um, next year's second, fourth, this year's sixth. Yeah, this year. So so it's like this year's. So it, it's still a good trade. I still I still think that's pretty good value for the Jets, given that nobody in their right mind thought that Sam Darnold was going to be there. Right. No, I think it's great, great for that reason. I mean, I think I even said, I, was, I don't want to give up more than a second for him if the Skins were going out or if Washington was going after him. I think that's what I said. Who knows? Um, but, no, I think it's good for him. You know, I – I did see a tweet from up saying, well, you know, Washington has to look into Bridgewater now. I'm like, why does every move mean that every team has to look into the player that now may be available? <laughs> why the hell would they get Bridgewater right now? Who? Washington. What the fuck is saying that? Well, I was saying I'd that was, one, Fitzpatrick that was one of the follow-ups. It was yeah. like, I don't know. I thought, I don't know if the guy is anybody. He was like, oh, Washington will be looking at Bridgewater now. I'm like, no. I mean, well, if you heard they signed Fitzpatrick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bridgewater's got to be a little bit perturbed. I'd rather have Bridgewater than I mean I'd rather have Fitzpatrick than Bridgewater. That's I, I just think me, so though. too. I, I especially because I think Bridgewater costs closer to twenty, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's got a big old contract. Yeah, yeah they're not good. They they yeah. they they're done. Those well, they're complaining done for about, this year's yeah. quarterback. They're gonna they'll they'll draft a dude maybe in the fourth or fifth round that yeah. they can do a project. <clears> for. That's so more and more of the mock drafts and take those for what you will. There's right, four million of them. You can find what you want somewhere. <laughs> um, McShay's mock draft had the linebacker from Notre Dame going to the. Mm-hmm. Washington, going to Washington. That would be great. Well, that's what I – so I, in my expertise, <laughs> I have narrowed it down that the Washington is going to draft either a linebacker and that specific linebacker because right. when Pierre Lewis left, 
uh, Rivera said, we need a linebacker or someone like him. We need him or someone like him who can do what he can do. And that's what this cat can do, right? right? He can cover. Um, he's really small right. uh, at 220, which is not, I mean, you know, the kid, uh, Darius Leonard, I think his name's Darius Leonard or somebody out in Indianapolis, he plays a 220. So it does happen. Um, but this kid's got really good athleticism and he can cover. Yep. So that would seem to be the target. I don't know if he's going to be around. He might be. I love the dude uh, from Penn State, Micah Parsons. I don't think he's going to be there. He's not going to be there. The kid from Tulsa is also a pretty good linebacker. He's at like 260, so he's your traditional Mike. Okay. Um, so, But I think they are going to go linebacker. I think so, too. Or offensive tackle. Those are your two I, positions I because there will be people pushed down. I don't think they're going to go wide receiver. I don't think they're going to go to quarterback. I don't think they're going to go anything else. The only caveat I would say is if one of those stud corners falls – like the kid from, uh, not the kid from Virginia Tech because he's got back problems, but the kid from uh, like South Carolina, J.C. Mm-hmm. Horn. Yeah, he's He's good. like a lockdown guy. Doesn't Clemson have a stud corner too? Not that I. Not or was that, that last year? That might because have been I think quarterbacks draft. and wide receivers are going, they're going to dominate the top I 10. think so too. And, uh, and throw Pitts in there, who's the best player in the entire draft. That guy's, that guy's going to be an amazing pro. I'm he's with the uh, tight end, He's right? a tight end yeah. from Florida. He's yeah, yeah, the next yeah. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he's fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah. Now, I'm with you, and I want to see the run on quarterbacks because it's going to happen. Shit, that may, it may mm-hmm. happen in the first seven picks. Well, this, I know will, it. this may take care of out of running. Now, most likely, yeah. yeah so, 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 you know, one of them may drop. I just – I don't think Mac Jones is – I mean – you could, I could see him ending up in like somewhere like uh, the Patriots. Yes, right. It's exactly he's a cerebral what I quarterback. Yep. But I would hope that even if he's there at nineteen, we pass. All right, you got to pass. Um, because, I'm sorry. You know, I just don't see the need. At to. this stage, with the way the roster is constructed, they went from two years ago to having basically a need at every position to last year being able to fill some gaps and look like a professional team and actually get some results to now. Having a decent roster that you can absolutely fill in with studs in the draft. They actually need offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and they need linebackers. Yes, they do. And I think it's going to fall where those positions are dropping because, I, I, I because skill guys go first. Absolutely. And I'm not talking about a fucking guard, and I would trade Brandon Sheriff. I know <laughs> I've fucking said this. I would <laughs> trade his ass right now. He just turned down an offer to be uh, the highest paid guard in the league. Um, he doesn't want to be here. I trade his fucking ass right now and get a second. I mean, if you don't trade him and he leaves, you get a third next year. So, okay. so, so you if you can get now? a second, you trade him, <laughs> right? Otherwise, you're just paying this year and then get, let him walk and then get a third next year. No, I kind of like that, actually. Yeah, I'll take that. So I think that's – I mean, they're not stupid, right? Right. Um, right. I, I only act like they're I'm with stupid. you, though. I, I, I think if a tackle drops, which is very possible, you know, seeing the number of wide receivers that, you know, a few of these boards have going early – like you said, there might be a tackle or a linebacker that you didn't expect to be there. Well, the kid, I was hoping Parsons, and I hate Penn State, but Parsons was my guy. I was yeah, like, he's a difference he, maker day one. First of all, he's not all of these forty times that they're doing a pro days are all bullshit. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is why. This is what happens when you don't have the combine, and even they fucking cheat because remember that dude with one arm oh, ran yeah. a four three. Fucking complete bullshit. They right. came out afterwards and said, "Yeah, we may have stopped a little early because yeah, right. the next time he ran a four six. <laughs> right? And so that was all PR. But generally, you'll get real times. But at pro days, you got the guys on the watch who are buddies with that guy, right? So mm-hmm. everybody at Penn State. So he wasn't running a fucking four three, right. but he still can move, right? Right. And he what you what Washington needs is a high impact. Um, linebacker who I like a little bit more size than the guy from Notre Dame, but that's shit, my only you, thing about the Notre Dame guy. But he just he's but he's such a, a runner. He's player. a runner. You he know, is, he's, man. And if you he's got that stud defensive lineman, Washington's got the best defensive line in the league, and those guys ain't getting back to it. So he can run and not be touched well, and cover. He's going to put 10, 12 pounds on pretty easy. At, I would think pro, so. Yeah. You know, program. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? I yeah. I mean, so I would I wouldn't have a problem if they drafted any of the guys because they know how to evaluate them. I don't, right? right. Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera played in the fucking NFL as linebackers. <laughs> they know what a linebacker looks like, right? <laughs> More so than me. It's just I like the position. If they address the position, they can pick the dude who's the best. Yeah. Same at tackle. Right. Right? That kid at uh, the kid at Oklahoma State's really good. Mm-hmm. The kid at Virginia Tech is pretty good. Yes, he is. You know, one of those dudes is going to fall, and then you get somebody who can play right tackle or guard. Now you're right. 
you know, all right, Sheriff, go ahead. Right. We'll take our third. And Morgan Moses gets hurt every third game because he's old and I, he's a warrior. I'm he telling is, you, but, man. He, but he's old. And the other offensive tackle, eh, maybe good or not. I don't know. Well, I right. mean, uh, Moses is probably hurt right now. He will be hurt. <laughs> He'll still play every game. So, um, you know. He's like but, the opposite of Trent Williams. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> So watch it. Uh, watch us take like a wide receiver first. Well, right. no, I still think. I mean, hey, if a kid like Tony's there, they might still want to do that. And I do think. See, I that, don't think they'll take a slot guy. I think they're they're loaded up with Humphreys well, yeah. and Samuel. But, like you said, the current roster construction leads you away from that. No question. I do think it's linebacker or or tackle is. Uh, I think it's basically a no brainer. Um, but also, I still see so many people talking about zero chance at a quarterback at any point. That's what I completely disagree with. I don't think any of the guys that they would want at 19 will be there. So, no, they're not taking one in the first round. But second round or one of those two third-round picks, yeah, I can I absolutely see it. Yeah. see it. I could, I could see them going and taking a flyer on somebody in the yeah. third round. But like it has trash. to be someone yeah. who's scheme-specific that they like. You know? Hmm. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I just don't think they take a quarterback to take a quarterback. Absolutely see, That's why absolutely I don't not. think I if Jones is there at 19, I don't think they take him because I don't think he fits what they're, what they're trying to do. What scares me about him, and I don't know how to fucking evaluate a quarterback at all, First of all, half of them are going to be busts. Oh, of course. And if I Probably had to guess, more than half. Yeah, if I had to guess, Fields at Ohio State is going to be a bust. I, I, something about maybe it's the Dwayne Haskins problem that I can't get out of my head, but I, I just don't see. And, and maybe the dude from BYU, who fucking knows? Right. right. I think Pretty Boy from Clemson will be a, a pretty good pro. I think, I he's, think he's going to yeah. be good. Um, but they're all going. You know, half of them are going to be busts. That's why. And what scares me about what this is what also scared me about Joe Burrow is they played in a system. I mean, I could have played quarterback at Alabama with those fucking <laughs> wide receivers. No shit, man. You know I mean? Those dudes make a quarterback look amazing because all he does is throw it where he's supposed to be, and those guys make plays. So his pro day apparently wasn't really that impressive. Nah. Mac Jones, they were like, oh, he made all the throws, but they were like, yeah, everything looked a little underthrown and a little – well, I they think don't... he said it too. He's like, I missed a few. <clears throat> yeah, I mean – First of all, you want him to drop if you're a team, right? All this oh, yeah. shit, all these character concerns right now about Michael Parsons are going to happen. Sure. The, the back issue from Virginia Tech's coming. I mean, they all, they float. Like you said they, they come out of the woodwork right now. Teams float this shit to make kids, to make the potential of dropping to them. Um, but, you know, I'd love to get Michael Parsons. I'd love to get the, the Pitts kid. Um, Jamar Chase mm-hmm. seems to be a badass, even though I haven't seen him played in two years. Uh I love the Alabama kids if they drop. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I think all those guys are going to be gone, and I it's going so to be too. tackle or linebacker. Yep. And yep. I'd be fine with it. And whoever Ron Rivera picks at those positions, he's done more research than I have, so <laughs> it'll be fine. Well, I mean, I've been saying similar. I, you know, whatever they do along the lines, unless they just go completely off the board and like trade up to get a quarterback or something, I'm going to basically trust what they're doing because they haven't proven otherwise to me. I would just love to hear absolutely zero input from Danny Boy. Oh yeah, tell him tell him the draft. Yeah, I don't starts want to hear that much. I know, <laughs> and I can't. I I I, th- I think Ron Rivera has such a solid grip on that organization. We go the ship writes itself or goes down with him. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dan Snyder is going to bully him into doing something. I don't think so either. But I, I certainly hope not. I tell you what tempts me is you get a high impact linebacker with that defensive line. Now you're fucking talking. Yep. I'm with you, you know, man. Now you're making let a guy let like you said let a guy have space and a, and a guy that can move and has that at, because know, we that had some shitty linebackers, man. Yeah, we've had some bad ones. And and if we could get, do we still have Cole Holcomb? Yeah, and he's the best one we got. I know. John Bostick's back. I think you can upgrade over him. Yeah, and you don't have a will, which is what this cat from uh, uh, Notre Dame would play. Yeah, but you know, obviously, eighteen picks before him, he could have easily go. Oh yeah, I don't think you oh, trade for up sure. for anybody. You just you know, no, I think let you him see who's, see who's there. there. I, I agree. First time in a long time, I think you can sit pat and see who's there and feel like you got an impactful player. It's been a while since we've been able to have that luxury. Yeah, agreed. All right, well. What we, do you think we, about the Ravens real quick before we sign off for the week? Do you, any, any word on what their needs are in the first no, round? They got that. Uh, they got the. They needed an uh, interior lineman. They got the guard from uh, whatever his name is, Zeitler or something like yep. that. Yeah, Zeitler. that's right. Yep. Um, and he's going to step in and, and do well. They got uh, the wide receiver that formerly from Clemson, who's mm-hmm. been a bust for the last couple of years. Not a bust, but he hadn't been Sammy that dynamic. Watkins? Huh? Sammy Watkins? Sammy Watkins, yeah. Um, I'd like to see them get a lot of playmakers, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they need, I think they have. I think they have a lot of holes. What covers them up is that their quarterback is so good. Oh, he's absurd. You know? Uh, yeah. 
I'm not sure though. And what I can't figure out is if they give him a a boatload of talent, would it be wasted? Because he simply is not Tom Brady. Right. He's a he's a one guy and go yeah. guy. And his yeah. guy is his tight end. Yep. Right. So if you get two studs on the on the on the you know, is he going to be able to get him the ball? Enough? Sure. Sure. I don't know that, so I don't know. I, I I'd I'd go wide out. I think that would be, the, but you know they're going to be picking low too. So yeah, I don't know who's absolutely. Be but that yep. Tony kid, um, that seems to be a good fit if you can get someone like him. I mean, someone's going to drop down, and the Ravens always karma always seems to give them. They, they draft so well every like, single. They draft. usually draft a dude that I'm hoping Washington gets. Yep. You know, it's like why the fuck is that guy still there for them? <laughs> like Micah Parsons will drop to them. Yeah, right, right. And it's like a perfect fit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, didn't they pick up Queen last year yep. in the draft? Yeah. And I was like, how the f-? I had the same thought. I was like, how in the world did they get that guy? But you know what else they got coming up? Lamar's contract. Yes. And they that's do. gonna that's gonna cut the legs out of a lot of <laughs> veterans. That's gonna be interesting. And they gotta pay him. How do you not? How do you not? he's your offense? <laughs> so all right. Well, onward and upward. Let's uh, let's hope for a good game tonight. You know, I hope the NCAA tournament finishes off with a bang, and then we can transition into some spring ball. By the way, Maryland put out their uh, they're actually having fans in the stands for the spring game. Yeah, are there fans going to be there? <laughs> um, I'm, I've declined my tickets. I, I was given. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, it'll be fun and all, but are you, you know. doing season tickets? Are you talking about declining for the next? Spring oh no, no, no. I have my tickets all already fall? lined up, okay. but I, you know, they were like, hey, you get first dibs based on your turp priority or whatever you know you can it's like yeah sit. let me know yeah it's like, spring hey. ball dude yeah i was like spring i was like yeah I'm, I'm, i'll sit this one out you know um i'd rather go see a lacrosse game like if i'm gonna go to a game i'd rather see like yeah. you know a live game than spring ball which is a glorified practice i would never go see a lacrosse game of course you're, you wouldn't you're missing out my nephew plays lacrosse and i never would go see a lacrosse game i'm not surprised it is extremely boring anyway well, I digress. <laughs> uh, till next week, wings, beers, and tears. We will talk about some less boring sports next week. Again, hopefully. Jeremy <laughs> with the Michigan hat, by the way. No. What is that? Oh, Montgomery. Yeah, okay, nice. my bad. My nice bad. job, Jerry. Sorry. God Jackass. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Jackass. All right, guys. We will see you all next week. Wings, beers, and tears. Peace. Peace. See you.